What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl. I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode and yet another Monday morning check-in. I'm not going to lie, guys. This episode came out a little bit after the morning, only because I was playing basketball the other day and I sprained my ankle and it was swollen. So I had to take a little bit of time to, you know, get myself together and get back on the good foot if you will. But hope you guys enjoyed last week's Monday morning check-in where I talked about, you know, my top five travel destinations for 2024. I got some great feedback in regards to that. A lot of, man, I had no idea, or man, that is a great idea, or man, I would never, ever go there. Um, You know, a lot of different feedback, which is always good, right? I always get to know what you guys are thinking, what you're feeling, what areas and destinations stand out to you more and you enjoy more. So honestly, I can just talk about a little bit more. But for me, what I want to focus on is a lot of people said some of the you know, the areas were kind of like, were pushing the limits a little bit too much, right? So pushing their travel limits, their travel boundaries. And I definitely wanted to spend today, I was doing a little bit of reflection, but spend today talking about, um, you know, a journey that I had myself of pushing limits um, and expanding boundaries and kind of how it kind of reminded me that travel is very much so about that, right? It's about pushing your personal boundaries because you're putting yourself in an area, in a position, in a country, in a place, in a city, in a town where you don't know much. You don't have a lot of information um, other than what you can Google, but there's very it's very different what you Google, what you see in pictures versus what you see when you're in, how you feel when you're actually there. So travel is a lot about pushing boundaries, right? Pushing limits um, and expanding on those. And I think it really reminded me, and it kind of took me back. I was really just walking around and thinking about it like, well, where did I get this sense or this feeling where I'm able to feel comfortable in different places where I should be uncomfortable? Right. Like I said, like I'm comfortably uncomfortable when I travel. Right. And I think a lot of people don't really share that sentiment. They're like, no, I'm I'm just uncomfortable, which is why I prefer an all inclusive resort or I prefer being part of a larger group or, you know, I just prefer going to one city and focusing on that. I don't want to worry about public transportation. I want to do Uber. I don't want to walk around. I just want to go and feel like I'm relaxed. And when I go to a different place, sometimes I'm not relaxed. Right. I'm I feel like my boundaries, it's its, it's too many of my limits being pushed beyond my personal boundaries. And that was just so fascinating because I was like, okay, for me, where does this come from, right? And what were some of the first experiences I had that were outside of travel where my boundaries were pushed, where when I eventually started traveling as much as I did, or I took that big first leap to say, hey, I'm going to move to Taiwan and I'm going to live there. And I, we don't, I'm going to use Skype to talk to my family. I'm going to email. I'm going to write postcards. Like, again, this makes me sound like I'm super old, but it wasn't that long ago. But like, how was I able and how was many other people able to who eventually followed me, right? Getting the mindset where it's like, you know what? I'm going to move halfway across the world to a country I barely understand, don't know much about, dangerously close to China, who apparently wants to go to war with them all the time. Like, how was I able to be in the mindset to be like, you know what? That's okay. I'll get through this. I'll be fine. And one of the first things that popped to my mind was um, the Posse Foundation, right? So if you don't know, Google it. It's an amazing, amazing organization, right? It's a Posse Foundation. When I was a part of it, and I still am a part of it, when I received the scholarship, it's a leadership-based full tuition scholarship to a select number of partnership schools that they have all over the United States. And it's fantastic, right? And it's a, it's a great opportunity. It's how I was able to go to my amazing university, DePaul University, um, and then build the connections and eventually travel all over the world, right? The process when I did it, um, it's very similar now, but they've made some changes, of course, as the world has changed, COVID, all that. When I did it, 
um, the selection process was in three phases, right? The first phase is they invite you to a big group. It's, I think it's maybe 150 people. Um, and you're all in a room. Like these are all students um, in junior year of college um, or senior year, I forget. But you know, and they invite you to this big group and you just do activities. And then there are people that are part of the organization from different universities that go there and they are and they, and they just observe. They give you tasks to do. Um, they give you activities. You do a little, do a little presentation. Um, but not everybody gets a chance to kind of be at center stage. But basically what they're looking for from my perspective, what they've told me once I got in, um, was seeing how you interact with people. I'm looking for people who stand out, people who don't stand out. Um, and again, because these universities, uh, different leaders and members from these universities are present, uh, they know what type of student they're looking for, right? Who would fit well into their environment? Because we had schools like Pomona, University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, which is a really big school. Pomona's really small. DePauw's in the middle of Indiana. Again, that's the school I went to. <laughs> I don't know why they thought I would do great there. It turns out they were right, right? So anyway, all these things. So that's that's phase one. You go in, and then after phase one, they they vote. Don't really know how all the voting works, and then they bring back half their group for phase two, right? And then phase two, um, I think it's smaller groups. It's you're in smaller groups, and you do uh, very similar things, right? So not similar, but just different tasks where they're evaluating you. Um, and then phase two also includes a personal interview, where you then meet with um, people individually from. And you kind of talk to them and they kind of get a sense of who you are as a student, as a person, what motivates you, et cetera, et cetera. And then phase three is um, when you, they narrow it down to maybe, I want to say 20 people. And then all the head honchos from the universities that represent it and the head people of the Posse Foundation are there. And it's like you have to dress up and it's kind of like, you know, you have, you know, uh, finger foods and you're just there and we're all in a circle. They ask us questions. Um, you get to show off any special talent you have. Um, you get to meet the other students who could potentially be selected. And it was maybe 20 people that showed up. And out of those 20, 11 people are selected to become a group, to become a posse. And it's the Posse Foundation because their whole slogan is someone said, oh, I would have made it through college if I had my posse, right? Meaning my friends, my my uh, my, my family, um, you know, just close friends that could help me get through, you know, the struggle, which is adapting and fitting in and going to live in a different place without your family and without your close friends, right? So having a posse helps. And that's the, that's the favorite theory behind it. So, you know, in that final one, that final phase um, is when, like, I met my posse because I, I, of course, got it along with 10 other people. And it was actually only supposed to be 10, but they liked one person. They never told us who so much that they made it 11 uh, to go to DePaul University. Now, again, that became a group that before we go to college, that group of diverse people from Chicago. Again, my posse was super diverse. We had someone that was South Korean. We had someone that was, you know, we had people from Mexico, from from Nicaragua, uh, black people like myself. Uh, we had, so we had such a diverse posse. Oh, someone from, from, from Ghana. Nana from Ghana. Shout out to Nana. Um, so my posse was super diverse. Um, and I was like, wow, this is a, a great team. But again, 16-year-old Carl wasn't as mature, well-versed, and can speak the way I speak now as now your old Carl, right? It's very, very different man at that time. I had no, I had no real understanding of how fortunate I was at that time. And then when I think about it, right, it was like, my teacher said, yeah, I'm going to nominate you for this posse thing. I was like, okay, cool. When I showed up, I was like 150 people in a room. I'm like, oh my God, I got anxiety. I was like, I don't know what to do. I didn't really care. At the time, I don't care about standing out. I'll get scholarships another way. Like I was very, really nonchalant about it. But, you know, at that point, I did realize, like, this is this is kind of cool. And the most important thing, and this is why I feel like I was, this pushed my limits in a lot of ways, right? 
I was able to be myself. I think I got the posse thing because during phase one, phase two, phase three, I wasn't really trying to convince anybody because it was the, the foundation was so new that I hadn't I hadn't again, I couldn't Google it. I couldn't go find other people and how they got into it. I couldn't do any of that. I kind of just had to show up and then see what happens. And because I wasn't, I didn't have all this information, this information overload, right? I was able to kind of just experience it. All I could do was be myself. And it was one of the very first and earliest memories I had where you know, it showed me how not to be afraid, uh, what, where I felt validated and understanding that being myself was enough. I was selected because I was Carl. Nothing else just because I was me, right? And that was one of my first memories of that. But it also showed me how not to be afraid of the new, the different, and embrace the differences in people. Because when I was in that room full of 20 people and everybody from all these diverse backgrounds, and we had one thing that all connected us. We were from Chicago. We were Chicago public school students. That was it. Like some people went to the same high school. I was the only one from my high school. Like I had to find a way to not necessarily fit in, but adapt to communicate, to talk to these people who were, I had no idea. I wasn't in control of who these people were in control of the environment I was in with these people. But I knew I had a mission and an agenda that I wanted to accomplish with these people. Now, if you guys haven't heard all these correlations to travel and how it feels like, I don't know what to tell you, like just that sentence in and of itself. Right. I go to another place and I want to have this amazing experience with the people who are there, local people, other travelers. Again, I own differences. I made a choice to be present there, but they didn't make that choice to be present there with me. So what responsibility do I have to the place that I'm visiting? Like it's so I thought I was like, man, this was the first time head on. I faced something. I was like, being myself matters. And man, this is different. But I like it. Because now I'm going to I'm going to have this amazing experience in college. Now I'm going to have this amazing experience traveling with people who ordinarily I wouldn't know or I wouldn't meet or I wouldn't interact with. But they're all here for the same you know, for the same reason, for the same mission. Now, whether that's local people or that's other travelers, everybody's here to have a good time, to enjoy life, to have wonderful experiences. And depending on where you travel and how you travel, you know, that's the feeling that you have. And the Posse Foundation was my first introduction to that because, you know, then the next year leading up to college, we would meet weekly with these people. When I say these people, I mean my posse members. And we had a mentor and we had people who would lead us through certain training sessions just to prepare us for what for the surprises, quote unquote, of college and to be prepared to go in and succeed academically, socially, intellectually, all those things. Right. So that was my first look into man. There's so much beyond that curtain. Right. So there's so much behind that curtain. That when you pull it back, you're like, I didn't realize all those things were behind it. But had I been turned off to it, had I tried to be somebody who I wasn't, had I not really understood and embraced this amazing opportunity and just chose to be myself. And that's the benefit of not having so much information. The benefit of working with a travel agent is like, hey, like, let me tell you what it's like from my, pers- my, my, my perspective. But I want you to go there and really experience it on your own. I can give you a touch of what it's going to feel like, right? But here, go and experience. Like people are like, oh, you don't do too much Googling? I was like, I don't like to do too much research about where I'm going until I'm there, right? Because when I'm there, I feel different. I don't want to create expectations for what a place is going to be like before I'm actually there because it kind of ruins that first impression because my first impression is so, is so attached to expectation. And I don't want that to be, right? I want my first impression to be attached to just my first impression. This is what it feels like. Of course, you're going to see some things, right? But I don't want to plan everything and research everything down to a T and say, I know when I go, I'm going to get this. I know that sounds weird. It's like, well, why would you go on vacation and not know what you want to do? Well, I know of what I want to do. If I'm going to a place for the beach, I want to be on the beach. I want to do water sports. 
right? I don't want to know exactly what restaurant we're going to. I, I don't want to know that. I want to know some of those things, but not all. Like, it has to be that perfect balance. So, yeah, the Posse Foundation, like, they pop, like, they're still doing amazing work. Um, these amazing students all across the country and professionals, the professional network are having a chance to have all these amazing interactions and experiences and all that. And it really, truly changed my life. Like, I'm still connected to my Posse to this day. Um, and we're all doing amazing things in different parts of the world. And some of us are still in Chicago. Some of us aren't. Some of us are just head of companies, police officers, like so many different things. But I have this connection to this group of people who are so different from me that we were all kind of cemented in this amazing foundation of we're Posse Scholars going to DePaul University. We're a team. We're going to help each other graduate. And in so many ways, we did. We helped each other not only graduate, but survive college, get amazing opportunities and push one another to be at our best. And that was my first introductions to my boundaries being stretched. Right. Right. And to, you know, to my limits being pushed to a point where it kind of made me be who I am, which is me. And that's what I said, like the best part of travel for me is going to different places, meeting different people and being myself. Right. Yes, I am an American from Chicago, you know, who speaks Chinese, but at the core, I'm just Carl. And when I go and I immerse myself into cultures and I make it a point to talk to people who are from that area and I learn more about their culture and understanding, then I get to share more about who I am. Like not every American is who you see on TV. Right. And not every person from South Korea or Indonesia, everyone from South Korea loves K-pop and everybody from Thailand, you know, likes curry like it's just so many things that we have in our mind and of how travel and how people are in different places that and we kind of lose that and travel itself is about pushing those limits to go to places that are unexplored in your mind like man i have no idea about this place but i want to go and for me i'm like well where did that come from why am i like yeah i want to go to argentina or i want to go to norway or yeah i really want to go to south africa right because i had my sister she i was just talking to her earlier and she was like um yeah i don't know why like i don't really have an inkling to go to africa and I was like, well, visually, what do you, when you think of Africa, what, you know, what comes to mind for you? Um, and she was like, and, you know, and I encourage her to really explore that because that may be part of it is that, you know, you're, we limit our, in our mind, we limit what our experiences can be because sometimes we have these preconceived notions or we don't allow ourselves to be limitless, right? To push our boundaries, to really put ourselves out there to live and experience different places throughout the world. So as much as I'm a, I'm focused on, you know, Asia because that's what my job is and where I've lived and traveled mostly in my life. Again, some of my favorite countries are outside of Asia that I've visited. And I'm really excited to visit more places outside of Asia because, you know, that's where my knowledge is capped. Right? I was pushing my limits being in Asia, but now I've been to some of these places where I need to push my limits even more and see even more so I can become a well-rounded travel planner. When you ask me something about any destination in the world, I can be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have. I haven't been there, but I've been to that area. I have a good idea um, of how you may feel when you're there and what you can experience while you're there um, and why it's a good idea to check it out, right? And I think that's important. So, yeah, I really wanted to paint that picture because it just it really just popped in my mind. I was like, man, I was very fortunate to be a part of the Posse Foundation. But, you know, when you look back and reflect, I broke down like, well, how did it change me? Like, how do all of my past experience lead me to become the person I am today in regards to travel? And I think for whoever's listening, I think about that for yourself. Like, how have your past experience shaped how you view traveling to certain places, the way in which you travel, how you travel, and where you want to go? Right? Because it's all somewhere. Like, when people, 
I think, you know, my, I never really talked in depth with this to my family. I was like, man, you know, I went to a very diverse first or eighth grade. Like I mentioned this before on the podcast and high school was mostly black, but then college, my posse was from everywhere. And then, you know, I went to a majority white college, but we saw a lot of diversity within the, um, the students who weren't white. So it was just a great overall experience throughout my life where it was like, okay, yeah, I can go and live in Taiwan. But I realized everyone doesn't have that background where they were in a very diverse upbringing or scenario or situation or just had experiences that really pushed those limits um, beyond race, but also beyond, you know, from backgrounds and places and just being comfortable, being uncomfortable, right? Com- being, un- <laughs> what is that? What do I use? What's my phrase? Comfortably uncomfortable, um, you know, and I think that's something that, you know, I strive for. So again, happy Monday to everyone. I uh, hope you guys, you know, take time to you know, push limits when you travel, right? Um, expand those boundaries as to what you'll accept. Uh, because once you start accepting new and different and creative and outside of the box things, it just leads to wonderful experiences in whatever destination you're in. Um, and that's what I was fortunate to have a lot in my early years. Um, just really being, stepping outside of my comfort zone, being in situations where everything was different. And again, it's, it's definitely a privilege and an honor um, to have had those experiences growing up. And again, oh, it all to my mom. She's the one that I got nominated. My teacher and my mom was like, no, you're going to this. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to fit in. All these people, oh, my God, what if I don't get selected? You know, fear of failing. Um, I was like, no, you'll be all right. Just go and just be yourself. Like, that was the advice. Just go and be yourself. And if you get it, great. If you don't, nah, it's okay. Um, but, man, man, was I lucky to have gotten it. Shout out to the Posse Foundation. Shout out to my mom. She's amazing. I'm about to call her right now. Call your moms, people. My name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out you.